Welcome to Story Tadpole. This is the podcast where I can share my stories. I've been reading a story called Little Wing Takes the Cake for the past few episodes, and part three, the final part, the conclusion, is coming, but I have not finished it yet. I have to admit the truth. So this week I'm going to read a different story that I've already written, and the story is called Tiny. I became tiny the other day. I found this gray piece of plastic with a big red button in the center at the bottom of the cereal box. I pressed the button and became little. Things are different when you're little. You can only use a toilet if you are able to do the splits and put one leg on each side of the bowl, or if you do a plank over the bowl and let your genitals hang downward. I guess for women that technique wouldn't work because women's genitals don't hang, I think. When you're little, other things are different too. You can't use silverware properly because the utensils are just way too heavy. And if you're reading a book you really like, a real page turner, it takes all your strength to turn just one page. And then you're so tired you can't even read the page you just turned to. Being little is hard. People don't respect you when you're tiny. They say things like, what the fuck happened? And God don't make his creatures that way. And... You're so cute. I want to shout at them. I want to tear their hands off and then say, God don't love people with no hands. But I don't, because I'm too small and because then I'd get arrested. Another reason I don't do that is because I'm not mean. I'm a good kid. Mr. Jameson even said so. Anyway, I should have gone to the bathroom before I pressed the shrink button because I can't do the splits and I've never been strong enough for a plank. I tried, but I just couldn't do it. Then I heard an earthquake. Well, actually it was Mr. Jameson walking toward the bathroom, but if you're tiny, a person walking around sounds like an earthquake. Mr. Jameson is the orphan master. I'm an orphan at Jameson's home for lost and forgotten boys. He opened the door and I was so scared I fell right into the toilet. Being in the toilet bowl did not feel like being in a swimming pool, because the water had the aftertaste of shit, whereas in a swimming pool the shit particles are masked by chlorine. Mr. Jameson taught us about chlorine once during daily enrichment. He told us it was poisonous and that if you swallowed pool water, you might want to call an ambulance. My friend Pitts raised his hand and started shaking it furiously. Mr. Jameson never called on Pitts because Pitts was, as Dookie Johns once put it, clinically unhinged. It didn't matter, though, because after a few moments of not being called on, Pitts yelled, Pitts has something to say. Pitts say chlorine is beautiful. Without chlorine, we'd all be dead. That's what Pitts say anyway. Pitts, Pitts, Pitts. His name sounded like the distant echoing of a ping-pong ball when he trailed off like that. I didn't think it was fair that Mr. Jameson ignored Pitts because he's probably my best friend. A lot of kids say they are geniuses, but I think Pitts actually is a genius. Also, in an orphanage like this one, almost everyone's mean. But Pitts is never mean to anyone. I don't know much about chlorine, but I bet if there was a girl named Chlorine... She'd be really beautiful. Mr. Jameson nodded and said, Well, thank you, Pitts. What a wonderful insight. 
Now back to the lesson. He was a nice man, but he didn't want to be there. He inherited the orphanage from his father, who got it from his father and his father before. Dookie John said that Mr. Jameson's great-great-great-great-grandfather opened the orphanage 300 years ago because he thought God granted orphans psychic abilities, and he wanted to learn why and how. The old man was full of shit, of course, Dookie John said. We got nothing in our brains except fat. Big balls of fat our brains are. Well, except Pitts. Pitts got something else up there. It was Pitts who had handed me the bowl of cereal that morning, the one with the big red shrink button in it. He gave me a wink, too. I didn't pay it any attention at the time because Pitts was, well, Pitts. Anyway, back to the story. The toilet bowl water felt thicker than it should have been. I began to feel nauseous. Mr. Jameson's pants dropped and his hindquarters made a perfect seal over the bowl. I was in complete darkness. Well, this isn't the worst way to die, I thought to myself. Then I thought, actually, this is probably a top ten worst way to die. I desperately swam into the hole in the bottom of the bowl because in movies and books and stuff, there's sometimes a magical world on the other side of the toilet bowl. Kids get flushed down all the time and then they wind up in an enchanted forest or a floating castle. A huge plop radiated through the water behind me. I couldn't hear it because I was underwater, but I could feel it. Pitts once told me, Pitts say you've never lived till you felt the vibration of another person's shit reverberating all around you. Pitts, Pitts, Pitts. I've never swam so hard in all my life. I desperately grasped at the sides of the tunnel and pulled myself deeper into the drain. The pipe suddenly stopped going down and began to go back up. That was strange. Why would the pipes lead upward? Just then, I broke through the surface of the water and a rush of cold air hit my face. Apparently, the stories were true about the toilet bowl drain. It actually does lead into another world. Everything was completely dark for a moment and then slowly light began to seep in. Where the hell was I? Above me I saw a delicately curved ceiling with long black strands coming from it. The air smelled like expensive cheese. As more light seeped in, the scene became very familiar and I realized the black strands were anal hairs and the delicately curved ceiling was Mr. Jameson's rear end. I know for a fact I was swimming forward the entire time. There was absolutely no chance I turned back around. The toilet pipe must have connected to another toilet that was exactly the same. I heard Pitts's voice in the distance. Mr. Jameson, Mr. Jameson, Pitts say your last bowel movement occurred at 3 p.m. yesterday. Right now it's 5.30 p.m. Off your normal schedule, I see. Fiber supplements are an option. Things are beginning to change, Mr. Jameson. Yes, things are beginning to change. Pits, pits, pits. I think it might be tough to escape this world, even when you're tiny. You think you can slip through the surface. You think that beneath the glistening wellspring that we call life, there is something different. And maybe there is, but becoming tiny isn't the way to find it. 
Besides, I have a friend here, and not everyone can say that. I sincerely hope that you liked this week's episode. Please join me next week. I'm going to read another story. Anyways, be happy, eat some ice cream, and goodbye.